We are not millennials. We are matured. Brought up on collaboration as an art form, delivered as value. Episode 93. Hello, Steve. Are you sure it's 93? I am not. <laughs> You're right. You win the prize. All right. You get to taste tonight the 2022 Kilhorman File Icer Whiskey. <sighs> that rare Moist. bottle of whiskey that is only available to buy from the distillery. Unless you buy the trial pack for the virtual tasting, <laughs> which is what I did. Nice. Nice. So, nice. yes, because Beautiful. you remembered it was episode 93. Well done. Uh, what are we going to call tonight's episode? Oh, that is a good question. We are actually talking about different styles of communication and adoption that you might want to employ in the company. So, let's call it... The Fashion Show. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Well, it might get to that. You'll see by now whether we chose that title or not. Title has never come down until I've mixed it down and actually yep. had to listen through it. So, mm -hmm. never really quite sure so how that's I'm most going to of, play Most with of it. the time, you're just texting me on Sunday morning like, hey, give me uh, five titles. Yeah, give me a title, Marine. Yep. Tell me what we're going to do. Mm. Good. All right. Yes, so that's what we're going to do. We decided uh, halfway through this week as we were chatting away about the ideas that you have and how you're going to communicate when you're actually doing change and adoption. But I have a slightly deeper question than this. Oh. And we'll go back to this subject in a minute or deeper. two. When we put this podcast together, we talked about the fact we were going to talk about Microsoft 365. Yes. And ever since we went to our strategy meeting in Barcelona, all we've really talked about is change and adoption. Yes. So do we need to change our terms of conditions? Or do you think we'll eventually go around to talking about some of the new stuff that's coming out in Microsoft Teams or some things I discovered today, like what Backslash does in a chat? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're not that techy of a podcast. But they're kind but of end-user stuff, aren't they? Yeah, but I, I definitely see like a, a Viva Goals OKR kind of talk in the near future. For example. Well, when you've learned enough about it so you can talk about it. Yes. <laughs> and I have to say until now, and I know some people are going to be very upset with me, but until now, I've, I've learned that Viva Goals is like a SharePoint list where you can just say, hey, these are my goals. And that's kind of it. So Is that it? That's all you've learned? That's all I've learned. Oh, okay. So it's actually more like project plan level three. Yeah. Where you so kind of people keep that telling then, me, yeah. but, well, okay. we'll see. <laughs> Mr. Cynical is here today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. All right. That will be interesting, yes. No, Goals. We'll I we'll mean, see. I have to say, OKR, all right, which is obviously what it actually stands for, because mm -hmm. I can't find my little cheat sheet, but objectives and key... Recognition. Somethings. Yes. Right, which is a far better uh -huh. title if you could remember what it is. Yes. But goals kind of diminishes it a little bit, doesn't it? Makes yeah. it like a task list on steroids, 
or maybe not. Yeah, exactly. And and that's kind of what I've so I've seen so far while I was giving a demo. So yeah, well anyway, you was given a demo or given. I was given a demo. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's interesting. Actually, I saw a video. <laughs> well, I think that going back to my original point, I think what we need to do is to do more knowledge stuff next. Yes. So I think we're kind of doing the awareness and and the um, the D one, desire, the D- <laughs> desire. Yeah, and so I think we'll get that out of the way. But the, one of the reasons for talking about goals and OKR, everybody's getting OKR software at the moment because they're trying to link top to bottom. Mm-hmm. So when you have um, um, agile type stuff then of course when you do safe and agile so agile is what we do within the team and mm-hmm. we set our task and what we're going to do and all that kind of stuff and then above that you've got the safe stuff where you do the more strategic things because that's where OKR is coming in so in a non-agile organization that's the idea um, that you can sort of start from the top and work downwards but there's a lot of structure around that so we talk about OKR and it's the posh end we talk about goals and it's the cheap seats yeah, I mean, I've got goals every month. You've got piles every month? Goals. Goals. Sorry, yeah. I misheard. I, misheard. I need to walk 10,000 steps every day. Are we talking That's about piles goal. again? No. No goals again. Okay, you're not getting this humor at no. all. I can tell. It's going <laughs> to be one of those whoosh. days. Whew. Yes. Flies no, by. But I was thinking that one of the things we were talking about with our adoption styles, which I was trying to get to, I'm going to slow down a little bit. But on one side, we end up with that very serious formal type of communications formal mm-hmm. type of yeah. intranet formal type of s- the style mm-hmm. so that would be your okr which is everything is precise and labeled and what it should be on the other side you end up with a very chilled out relaxed you know terms that everybody understands and uses rather than terms that are going to make me think and that's where we started when we said okay how do we deal with uh choosing the type of adoption that you want to be able to do or the type of the communicating type of the awareness yeah mm-hmm. yeah the tone of voice we'll talk about that yeah. a little bit later on so moraine said let's talk about that on the next podcast i went that's a good idea so i wrote the title across the top of our wonderful whiteboard and then and it stayed there for a few days it did on a nice blank canvas uh, yes which we've <laughs> now filled in with lots of red and black text and words good yes because actually we're uh this kind of resonated with me was I was giving a an internet training last week and um one of the things that I always tell everyone all my customers that um you're looking very annoyed okay Let's okay carry on. okay okay just adjusting something okay so one of the things that I tell all my customers that I tell everyone who is building an internet is give your internet a name so make it like a fun name so that you can just refer to that name in t- instead of referring it's on SharePoint. It's on Pulse, it's on Intra.org, it's on whatever. And by already giving your internet a name, you can kind of have a little play on words, for example. Give us a couple of examples. A there. good example. So for example, one of, one of my customers is called uh, Mer, M-E-R. And Mer, the, yes, which stands for something, I'm which guessing. Which stands for something in Dutch. Um, so we named the internet. We actually did a poll, and that is also one of the things that I tell all my customers. So don't um, let me guess one. So the internet is called Made. Uh, 
Uh, no. So it's not mermaid. No, <laughs> that would. Be you cool. are not that good to keep cool, picking no. these up today, are you? No, My humour no, no. is oh. falling on on barren ground. Oh, sorry about that. That's okay. I'll keep trying. No, but actually, one of the things that I tell everyone is when you're doing an internet, have a poll. Uh, to all your employees and they can give a name and then you can give them something whatever for the winner yeah okay um Dancing. and for for that company the the one that came out was homer Ho. like homer simpson <laughs> for example so we actually homer. made it all yellow like the the simpson characters for example and and that that was i think that was a very clever name so we named it homer so everybody now refers to the internet as it's on homer yeah, I think that the name it's on or it's available from or check out and have a real name of something yeah. that works. Exactly. The one that you should avoid at all costs, everybody should avoid at all costs, is anything that includes the word one. <laughs> one Heineken, one place, yes. one, one, one page, virtual office. One virtu- anything yes. with one in it. It is yeah. so old fashioned now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember my first ever internet was 2007 and it was called One Bromley. Okay. It was a great internet, by the way. The name had nothing to do with it. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I, but I do remember speaking to the marketing, the internal comms company, and they said, one Bromley, but everything must be lowercase and in company colors. Okay, so lowercase one Bromley was the way to it. I mean, it worked very well. It was okay. great. You could sit there and go, here, yeah, yeah, check it out. It's on one Bromley. Mm-hmm. And that worked. But I also know there's a one Heineken and there's yeah. a, one of the big consultancy companies did, I think PW maybe, called their one something. Okay. So everybody should avoid one. Yes. And so two. One, one of the names. Yes, and three. Well. And four. Let me just keep these warnings going. You should never call it five. 69 is very acceptable. Yes, it, 69 is always acceptable. That's true. It's between those folders on yes. 69. Yes. Um, uh, what, what I also really like as a name is uh, one of the companies that I work with is Pulse. Oh, God. I like Pulse. Because, Why? Because when you go to the internet, you're checking the polls of the company. All right. And you think nobody's ever thought about that before? No, of course they I have. I think I now know of two Pulse <laughs> intranets. But that's okay because people normally just work for one company at the time. So they can just refer to the one intranet. Oh, so everybody could just call it one Pulse and get away with yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Of course. This is Maybe so, Microsoft, so. dear Jeff. Instead That's of a great name for an internet. Dear Jeff. Yes. Dear Jeff. <laughs> I am classified as. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. No, but so, I yeah, think... I, I agree. Basically, what we're saying is it should have a personality of some kind. Yes. And maybe there's, a, there's a, some kind of chance for Microsoft here. Instead of hollowing out SharePoint as being intranet on one hand and deep dive document management on the other hand, why not rebrand the whole communication part into like a, a sensible, nice, funny, good name? Like you would do with goals for OKR. Just have an internet name and just have all your publishing sites underneath that. I don't know. Just thinking out loud here. Okay. Let's come up with, I mean, that's such a, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going to move on. Uh, yes. Let's go with the five worst names for your intranet. Oh, wow. All right. Okay. Brian. Brian, <laughs> Brian is a pretty <laughs> shitty name. No, no, it's not a shitty name, but... 
that, that yes, is actually a good yes. name. Shitty. Number two, shitty name. Yes. yes. Yeah. Anything, anything is bad when you have to refer it to, like uh, it's on the toilet or something <laughs> like that, or it's 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 on the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Something so like don't that. go with with room names. No. The stove. It's on the stove. You it's can on the find stove. it on the stove. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with number three then. It's okay. on the stove is a bad one. Um, what about the pond? The pond. It's Horrible in the pond. Name. I can't find it. It's in the pond. Yeah. Anything yes. that is a hole or yeah. in that's deep or mine. No mines. And of course, the one. Yeah. Don't use the word one. Yeah. It's interesting. So if names are so important, why are they so important? Because they give a personality and they kind of reflect who you are as a company to all the employees of the company. It's true. I guess that's very true. Um, yes. So your name. So do you give it the name of your chairman? That would be silly. <laughs> There's I a think lot of silliness silly. around yeah, there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I think it might be me. But there you go. Um, yeah, so I think the style overall has to represent what you or a company want to be able to do. We've got a red light. Correct. That, oh, means, that means that we're, we're recording. recording. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought it was a green light that meant that we were recording. Wow. Okay, sorry about that. No, that's okay. Okay. I get it. Okay. So, those of you that know, just we should give you the story, I suppose. Um, there has been once or twice when we might have been here thoroughly enjoying ourselves and talking like this, and you didn't hear a word of it. Now, I realize at this point, having listened to the last 10 minutes, you wish you've never heard of any, any of it. I get that. But <laughs> we bought this big, rather expensive light that confirms that we are recording, mm -hmm. and it goes red. Red apparently, for recording. Apparently. <laughs> so Marin had some fit that said it should be green. Green for go. Yes. Green means not okay. recording. Gotcha. gotcha. Green means playback. Okay. Red means recording. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'll ask you. Okay. I'm going to test you later. Yes. Good. I nice. am in a stroppy mood. I am noticing. <laughs> I am noticing. All right. Look, let's just run through some of the areas that styles can apply to. Mm. So the name, we've covered that. Yes. And the two extremes are kind of fun and serious, if you like. Yeah. Like Homer's interesting. The real thing I like about Homer, because you get Homer Simpson, but you also get Homer, the philosopher. Yes. So you end yeah. up with kind of two things. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. 42 is uh, another name that oh, I know they've yes. put it called. They called their intranet 42. That is great. That is very cool. Yes. Yeah, 42. I don't know where that came from, but they were a bunch of, it was a software house, a development house, and they called it 42. And I don't know how many people know why we call it 42, but it is the yes. answer to life, the I, universe, I, and everything. I'm, so I'm that's kind the of name. thing that everyone who listens to us has a minimal level of geekiness to them. Yeah, yeah I can kind of... Uh, I can get all of those. Um, so names are interesting. So does the name lead you to everything else? So on, on that list of kind of things that can get affected by this, name is one, the navigation is another. We then put in the center of this who you are as a company. So whatever you kind of come together and how you want your internet to work and what kind of story it wants to tell. Mm -hmm. And then the scope is potentially interesting, which actually might decide what you call it. Um, and then the connections and communications and the messages that it, it brings. So there are those kind of areas. So if we got the name, I think we've covered. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you can have fun or serious. Yeah. Or it can describe, of course, what it actually is. Yeah. You could call it, let me think about this a minute, you could call it intranet. Yeah, you could, yeah. Int. Net. I'm going to move on. <laughs> All right. So let's assume that you've gone with some oh, idea boy. of a name because yeah. you have a feel for what this thing's going to call. Then navigation is also something you can play with. Yes, exactly. So um, one of the best examples around navigation is um, uh, a Belgian company uh, that produces all kinds of magazines, like a publishing company. They bring out all kinds of left, right, and center magazines um, for all kinds of audiences. And what they did with their um, navigation was they made it a roundabout with all kinds of um, arrows leading to your document management railway or the kitchen or the, uh, I don't know, the city plaza, the whatever, the marketplace, the... Yes, I insert also, something profound here. I was, yes, yes okay. that space. Uh, I do remember somebody did a shopping center. Oh, a, yeah. A, a shopping mall. Yeah. And so they had all the different things on the shopping mall, and you could actually not fly through it, but you could you could click into as it linked from one to another. Mm, yeah. yeah. All right, so navigation can be fun. It can be imaginative. Yeah, because then you can say you go to your uh, Pulse uh, roundabout, and then you take a first left, and then you arrive at your destination. But that assumes you know where you're coming from. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But still, I th- I thought that was a a very clever way of playing nice. with playing with navigation instead of just saying sales, accountancy, management. Just yeah. I, I once knew else. a guy when I was quite young. When I worked for British Telecom. Um, he had a very old car that he'd completely bit rebuilt himself, and like a classic proper yeah, car well, or just classic. an old this was car. Classic then, and okay. it was old, but it's okay. classic now. But all the light switches were called after rooms in his house. All the switches on the dashboard. So in his car, it had bedroom and bathroom and toilet and living room and dining room and kitchen. And whenever he took it to an MOT to have it, he had to go and sit in the car so that he could translate what light does what to prove it works. The guy was completely nuts. <laughs> this is the guy that drove all the way from Nottingham to Birmingham to, to fetch um, a uh, isolating transformer so that they connect a long-range route and when he got back to Nottingham and they said, where is it? He went, I don't know. Well, <laughs> when did you last see it? On the top of my car just before I left. <laughs> oh, no. And it was the only one for 50 miles away or something stupid. Oh, no. Yeah, but it was that, it was that okay. kind of, it always happened to him. Okay. You know. Okay. Um, but on the other side of the equation, so we do about fun and imaginative navigation. Mm-hmm. When and wonder what scenario would a normal bog standard out of the box SharePoint navigation work? I mean, everybody could have that, I suppose. Is that the default, or is it only if you're a bank or something? How do you mean? Well, I'm, I'm talking about bank, of course. I'm assuming they're serious, so they have yeah. a normal navigation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because eighty percent of the people actually have normal navigation. <clears throat> yeah, only. 5% would have a roundabout. Yeah. And did it work? Or was it just fun? I think it worked because it also kind of described what it was, but just in a playful manner. It wasn't 
cryptical or anything. It's not, it's not like take the first ride to go to the vault. Yeah, but what's in the vault? You have to go there to see what it is. No, I'm not. Do you know there are two people in the world, two kinds of people uh-huh. in the world, those that know how to get somewhere and those that don't, you know, in a car, those that can constantly get lost and those that can't. Said Homer the philosopher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, but what I was trying to get at was, is normal your standard navigation? Yeah. All right. So because if you think about it, I need something from I need uh, the the right version of our logo, so I know I need to go to marketing and communications to find the logo. But then again, you could also twist that around and say this is our company style, for example, without going to marketing and communications. We we're, we're into taxonomy here, aren't we? We kind of are. Yes, and because that's know, what navigation is. Yeah, and we know how easy it is to get the company taxonomy correct. Uh, yes, yes, that's something that we just scribbled down on a uh, on a pa- uh, a beer uh, paper thing. Yeah. So I think that <laughs> yes, I like that. If it doesn't fit on a paper wrapper, then. Uh, yeah. Or a chewing gum wrapper, then it, it's not going in our taxonomy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep it simple. Only words that will fit on a chewing gum wrapper can be put into our taxonomy. But that taxonomy <laughs> is important, I think. And even a developer, they have this concept of website mm-hmm. taxonomies, don't we? So how do you decide your navigation? Yes, fun or no fun, and that would be a style. But yeah. just to be serious for a minute or two, Okay, that's over and done with with the serious bit, but you know because that's not our style. No, you don't have a sense of humor today, do you? I do. I you do. Don't. No, no, no. Or maybe I don't. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> All right. So it's important that you try and work out. Again, you talked about polls to ask people about the name, mm-hmm. then potentially a poll to understand the terms and the company terms and the way they describe them is equally important here to define the navigation. Yeah, because so, you could say, for example, if you were looking for the right kind of logo, where would, would you go for it? Yeah, exactly. Know, what would right. be the title that you want it to be under? Where yeah. would you find it? Yeah. yeah, and where would you find your expenses forms? Exactly. Yeah. So, is it an HR function or a finance function? Yeah. Should it be on the homepage as a quick link? Because yeah. it's that important. Yeah. Is it something to do with um, the navigation is about me? So it's yep. about all the things I need, the personal things, yep. the annual leave requests, the um, uh, expenses forms, the job descriptions, the internal vacancies, everything exactly. to do with the person or the employees in one space and everything else nobody cares about. Yeah. Like OKRs. <clears throat> yes. All right. Okay. I think one of the words here that we haven't looked at so far is imaginative. Yes. Yes. Because Microsoft, Microsoft kind of helps us with that. For example, Microsoft puts a lot of really cool images that you can use for free to spice up all your pages and spice up the look and feel of your SharePoint sites. They do. And you can actually use those. I've seen beautiful examples of how people are using them um, just to make something look really, really, really nice. Have you ever noticed, though, that when you want to try and look for a specific image, it's never there? 
No, because I always find something that I can use. I wanted one today to describe foundation. All right. Okay. So I was putting a PowerPoint slide together and yeah. I was talking about the foundation of, of the stack that we were building on. And I could not find a construction site digging a hole in the ground, putting in the foundation for a building. Okay. Well, every time I searched for foundation, I got makeup. <laughs> who, who is ever going to put a picture of makeup on the page? So, yeah, I, but I find that okay. often. I don't know okay. whether my brain is disconnected from normal, but I never find the pictures okay. that I want. But you are right. There are some fabulous images yes. on there. Actually, because you were just complaining that we were not techie enough and that we weren't describing enough of real-life functionality that we've got in Office 365. So here's the news for you. So you know... <laughs> That uh, when you go create a list, yes, you're greeted with uh, nice uh, templates that you can choose yes. from. Yeah, so those are all little drawy things. And Microsoft's gonna replace that with images. That will clear everything. And I then. don't know how I should feel about that. My my first idea was why. They already have images but, on them. They have drawings on them. So yes, the travel but, one but, has planes on them. Yeah, but they're going to be replaced with actual images of images. people doing whatever, badminton or whatever. Thank you for that. Yeah. That will make life so much easier. E exactly. Yes. How are you going to describe that piece of information to your workforce in communications? Well, that brings us back to what do you need to communicate? Is that something that you need to communicate to your people? Yeah, Microsoft have gone nuts and they're taking out that sensible, hey, this is a flight template with a picture of a car and a plane on it mm -hmm. and they're going to turn it into a picture from your holiday snaps. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Still. Thank but, you. Well, that was really useful information. Yes. I mean, basically, we're just going to suddenly find out that it's done one day. Uh -huh. rather than, than uh, anything else. I yeah, do get it was that. hidden somewhere in the list of uh, changes. All right, so here's but, something yeah. for you. Mm -hmm. Can you have a fun name and a serious navigation? Yes. Really? I think you can. So we have a um, uh, an intranet called Homer, mm -hmm. and then the navigation is just talking about finance and HR. Yes, and because that's actually what the company did. So they had a fun logo, a fun name, but the rest is all strictly business. So we don't have to stick with one style then? No, you can. It, it's actually, it, that comes back to our center question. Like, who are you as a company and how do you want to sell yourself to your employees? Because it might be, this is a selling proposition to your employees. Like, who are we as a company? Really? And the internet might reflect that or can reflect that, or it could even enhance the message that you want to bring to your employees about who are we as a company? Do we, are we a Google with fun colors and ping pong tables everywhere? Or are we a university full of serious professors that only think about really important stuff? I think the internet might present itself as a opportunity to talk about how what values you have as a company towards all your employees. I'm not sure. It's a great point. So I have two questions come to mind. First one is who decides that? 
So who decides what John. kind of company we want to be? John does. Yes. John from which department? <laughs> okay, I, I would John say does. communications or internal communications, internal marketing, whatever. Maybe HR. Depends on who is running your internet. No, but just a second. The internet is supposed to represent the type of company we want to be. Yes. So you're trying to tell people you need to be this way to work in this company. So what if we what if we end up with this stupid name that everybody hates then they're not going to go to the internet and therefore you've lost a major point of communications to your to your staff No because it can be a name that you hate It's it's the same thing with the Reynold Kangaroo Kangoo ca type of thing I mean that's a silly name but a lot of people bought one I mean yeah Yeah but they didn't buy it for the name they bought it because they liked the shape of the car and it was cheap. Yeah. Right. So but people will go to the internet if it brings value. It doesn't matter how silly the name is. But is the name not part of defining that value? No, the name is just something that you want to give it. I mean, it's the, the same thing Same thing as naming your children. I mean, it, the, it's just the name. You, you don't know what kind of... What kind of personality it's going to have. I would love when to bring my wife up. in now at this point in time <laughs> and just ask you to say to her, when you chose her name, it didn't really matter, did it? <laughs> because I'm fairly certain the answer would be, yes, it did. Oh, You know how yeah. much grief we had when we ended up with two girls instead of a boy and a girl? Mm. Because their names were chosen as Anna and Peter. Okay. So Anna, firstborn, mm -hmm. she got the name. And when it turned out to be a girl, oh, it was months. Yeah. So, uh, we had this, the, the, the other way around. It was a boy, oh, weeks and weeks of thinking and, oh, what about this? No, what about that? Oh, and what if it's a girl? Uh, Charlotte. Yeah, sure. Okay. And then the doctor said, it's a girl. Okay, done. Over and yeah, done with. But, but, if, but, but so. the name was important. And if you didn't like Charlotte, you'd probably start calling her a nickname. Exactly. Right. So, for example, ah. I've got a nephew, and his no, name his name is Jeff, but everybody calls him Seppa. I don't know how that came about, but that's just been going on for years and years. But that, that is not going to align nicely to our internet story here. That's true. So it's no. actually called Homer, but everybody just calls it Jeff. The internet. So yeah. then, then it's on Jeff. Who's Jeff? The internet. <laughs> yes. Homer. Oh, I have to explain my name. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to, to okay. this. It's an interesting question. Because um, I do agree that the internet should represent you as a company, but I'm not, just, I'm not sure who decides it. It's, well, the people that are going over the company culture, I mean, at some point as a company, you need to decide on company culture, on, on how do I want my people in my organization to behave versus yeah, how do we want to appear to people it. outside or people, how are we going to attract new people, for example? How are we going to keep people in the company? I've got a funny feeling this is one of those theories that never really turns out to be the reality of the situation. No. Um, so even though Google may well think that they have this way of working, if you don't like that, you won't go and work in that company and Google may well lose a, a yeah. perfect resource for their organization. So, last week, there was a, a poll numbers coming out from um, employees in Belgium 
why they would go work for a certain company. Um, because everybody's putting all that thought into who are we as a company and extra things and a company car. But apparently it just turned out that 78% just wanted to go for the company that would pay them the most. I was going to say, I was yeah. waiting for that to say it would be money, surely, and company car. Yeah. So, but it, What's interesting is that if they join the organization and they don't feel comfortable, then they are like, their retention will be... Yeah. Higher. Exactly. That's an interesting question. Yeah. So I think the bottom line that I'm coming to here is I'm thinking away on this subject because it's intriguing me, mm -hmm. is that we talked about polling for the name of the the product. Yes. But then I think voting. I think we're also needing yeah. to agree to put a committee together that defines what our internet will look like and what kind of message it should deliver. Yeah, the vibe. Yeah, yeah. and the vibe. Yeah. I used to call it spirit. So what spirit do you want? Would that be new make spirit? It could be or a new make spirit or a 10-year-old malt <laughs> mm -hmm. spirit. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So anyway. So no, yes. but no, actually, but you are, you're, you're very right. And that is also one message that I tell all my customers is when you're building an intranet, um, make sure that you've got um, intranet governance around how you want people to write information how should a page on my intranet look like so that people in accountancy or people in sales or people in marketing don't go creating their own style. Make it that it's it feels like a hole. If somebody is doing... It feels like a hole. <laughs> like it feels like a hole. That's what I thought you said. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's not what you meant, though. No. You mean the whole thing. Yes, like one complete... Hole. One, one intranet. <laughs> yes. One intranet. Yes. One one <laughs> it, exactly <laughs> so uh write down if you want to use uh, collapsible sections write down if you want to use certain colors if you want to have a sidebar with a table of contents for long things stuff like that well you can do that just by templating it yes that's actually one of the things templating it or describing how you want uh, people to create a page what if you take it down to the next level though so i'm a, i'm currently going through a bit of an argument on the intranet at the moment so okay, okay. so uh <clears throat> now that's not really true let me be more accurate so going back to the style of adoption rather than necessarily the specific intranet mm -hmm. um i just created a, a digital way of working site just mm -hmm. my own sharepoint site it's the only new modern SharePoint site on the organization because I'm not releasing SharePoint until Q4 later this year. So I get to do it now. And yeah. funny enough, Connections is going to get enabled as well. Um, mm. And so that I can continue to use that as my Which is super channels. easy, by the way. These days. I know it is, yeah. yeah. The problem is those freaking cards. Microsoft just released a whole, talking about new stuff, a whole new way of creating those cards. Mm -hmm. I saw it came out this morning. I haven't read it yet. but no. Anyway, but that's beside the point. Um, so I want to, I want to create, uh, an adoption style that is about the people. So, yes. because this is about an individual change yeah. and you must not forget that adoption and desire is about that individual. It's a bit like security used to be, you know, three things. It's the, the security threesome. Yeah. You need what access to and what you can do. So what, where you're going, what you can do, and who you are. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with the, with the internet. You know, it's about who you are as a person. You're going to get 
Microsoft 365, and it's going to change you. It will change you for the better, and these are yep. the value you will get out of it. So when I chose the adoption, it has to be something that is can be very specific. So I instantly go in my head to cartoons and and soft kind of images and furnishings, nothing structured and hard. You know, if I'm in a bank, you have all those wonderful tall buildings with sunlight reflecting off the windows and people walking out the door carrying a suitcase or a briefcase and, you know... Um, I, high-class restaurants where you're having lunch meetings yep. and mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But all of that is quite hard and harsh. And we talked about who we are. That may be what you need to do as a company. You know, we're professional. We're to the point. We're not people-focused. We're money-focused. Yeah. When but it comes if to everybody adoption, who works there works in a suit and carries a briefcase, they will actually look at that image and say, hey, that's kind of like me. Or that's, that's the person I, I inspire to be, to be because but, I'm working out of fancy bank okay so therefore they will adopt microsoft 365 because they want to be somebody else because it resonates the the message that you give resonates the message is because i'm glad we're talking about messages at long last because i'm thinking we've been missing that as a subject so what is the messages that we're trying to we've talked about style Mm -hmm. but surely the important thing is to be able to communicate yes and so we want to be able to communicate to the particular audiences that we're dealing with. So I don't disagree with you if you're talking about compliance and high security and the fact that people are trying to hack you all the time and that you need to be on the edge and you need to be prepared and you don't need to click any links in an email, then it tends to be higher up the scale and that's where your briefcases, suitcases and ties come. It's about the seriousness of the individual, not about who I am or what I want to be. That's the message. Exactly. And if Microsoft only shows you people working in a coffee shop with their fancy laptop and with a latte next to them, and in the meantime, your boss tells you that you have to be in the office every day and drink shitty coffee and just sit in your beige cubicle, then that message will not resonate because that's not what the company does. Okay. All right, now look, we're absolutely on two sides of a sheet of paper here because two seconds ago, you was insistent that the intranet is supposed to be telling you what the company is. Yes, but if you want to... Let me finish, because now you've just said that the intranet must tell you how I want you to be. So first of all... No, it needs to resonate with your people. And you want to give a message as an organization saying... This is who we are as an organization. So everybody in your organization is in the same color mode, is the same type of people. Your team is the same type of people, no depth or variety. And everybody will always want to have a laptop in a coffee shop and a cup of coffee because that's the kind of people we No, but it might, it might translate into a vibe. Oh, there's, there's a guy chilled out working from the coffee shop. That's a chill out vibe versus a person in a suitcase with a briefcase, uh, a person in a suit with a briefcase that might not resonate to the kind of people that you have. I think you're miles off the mark. I I mean, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I get where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. All right. If you have an intranet, it will deliver a message. Yes. All right. There's no doubt about it. So um, the coffee shop and the laptop is where everybody seems to be going nowadays. 
Okay, but if you're a bank, you don't want them doing their work in a coffee no, exactly. shop. Exactly. Yeah. So you would never have a chilled out coffee shop image on your internet if you were a bank. I think so. Right. So delivering the right kind of message base is going to be based upon the style that you want to do. Yeah. But when I'm communicating about internet, it's going to be down to the person. It's about the way that person works. The fact is that you will be able to go into a coffee shop and you will be able to work securely mm -hmm. if you work within the guidelines. Now, there's a whole bunch of guidelines, obviously, governance that will come out. But I will still want to give them some idea that, you know, we are, we are doing this for you and you as an individual, in, individual is what I'm yes. trying to change. Of course, yeah. So I can't tell them what individual they are going to be if you work for me based upon my intranet. Exactly, yes. And your Not engineers... if I want my intranet to be successful, by the way. No, of course. And your engineers are a different kind of person than your salespeople. So how do we do this? Well, do you want to change your communication based on the type of person that you're addressing? Yes, of if course. If you're talking to people in Russia or talking to people in the US or talking to people in Central Africa, when you're a multinational, do you want to change the tone of voice on how you communicate? You have to if you're going to be successful. So if you've seen my, I've got a presentation that Unless talk, you're about Microsoft and you say this is, for example, no. Microsoft. This is how no, we... Stick with Microsoft. You this is how we are. My, but that's not how they work. If you look at the intranet for Microsoft, and I just happen to have seen a few of these, mm. and you go to the legal focus around mm. the intranet, it's very structured, legal, precise, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. If you go to the engineering side, it's very techie and all that kind of stuff. And, of course, if you go to sales and marketing, it's full of all the stories and everything else mm -hmm. that you need to have. Yeah. So they have, but they also spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on this. So they they already have that audiencing set up to be able to deliver to those personas. <clears throat> As I said, I was, I do, I've got a presentation, which I can't remember the name of it now, but it's the one that I do on MS Teams uh, and rolling it out and, and personas, and it changed my view of personas. But personas to me is not just about the kind of role you do. It's about the kind of role you do in what country and the kind of messages that you will accept. So, you know, my, my French users are going to want a different message than my German users than my Asian users. Yeah. And so you have to deliver your personas, your tone of voice is what you mentioned it as, in those different places. And it can get quite complex. Yes. So an article written in China about security of our network, writ read by somebody in India or read by somebody in America will, will take a different kind of message. Yes. Absolutely. So it's, it's yeah. really, it is very, very important. Yeah. And I actually, that also triggered me, what you just said with, if you go on the internet, if you go to the marketing side, it's full of stories. And if you go to the engineering side, it's full of techie information. And if you go to legal, it's boring <laughs> information. <laughs> but no, that's kind of true. And actually, instead of just having your internet as one, one voice, to the whole company, you might want to look at different departments or different services 
that you want to give to your employees with a different tone of voice. It's all to do with the legs. Legs are so important. It, you know, it's all to do with yes. the legs. When you're, yes. in, when you're in the engineering... Definitely when they come all the way to the ground. And that's, yes. Now we're in legal. Mm -hmm. That's where the legs are in legal. Yes. So they're tall. Yes. When you go to engineering, they're short, fat and hairy. <laughs> all right. When when you go to China, there's no hair on them and they're yellow. Yeah. All right. And thin. Oh. And yeah. But <laughs> but, uh -huh. but there's a certain level okay. of characterization yes. and, and things, yes. which is probably not very. Um, what's the current word that everybody is trying to be at Me the moment? Me too. Conformist. To be, uh, yes, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is that you do have to work out who's going to read this content and what kind of personas they are. That's true, and I love bottom lines on legs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Well, we we know what you're trying to do there, so yes. that's good. All right. So let's just pick up a few other things just to finish off here. Um, there, there's one thing that we've missed, and I think you we well before we were recording, you actually said that, and that kind of really got me thinking as well it's like who are you as a company when we're delivering an internet is the image that we want to present to our employees but also is that the same as how we want to present ourselves to the outside world as a company yeah i kind of put it down here so um as part of who are the company i said how are we seen yeah. so internally how do we get seen and perceived yes um and uh uh yes so then is your intranet does, does that have to be the same as your mm -hmm. extranet and of course the answer is no no it exactly. has to be no basically they have different legs so the external people yes. will have different kinds of legs my audience because i'm selling beer is going to have different legs to my audience because i'm selling wine true all yes. right um, i mean all right let's ignore the legs thing at the moment but the the audiences are very different and you will define yeah. your um, your intranet and you do a b testing to find out which one is the most efficient and you do a b testing on your intranet to find out which one is most efficient yeah yeah so golden um, nuggets golden nuggets every time every, i come them. here every time we talk there are golden nuggets well i think that there's a, a couple of things then uh, around here that we just need to think about we're already 45 minutes okay, longer okay. in let's, so we, yeah let's, let's try and pull one yeah. or two key ones off off mm -hmm. our list here so we're talking about adoption styles but reality is we're talking about how you communicate to people yes and how you deliver the key messages that you want to deliver in our case yeah. i want you to be aware that we're changing you to microsoft 365 mm -hmm. and i want to get you excited enough so that you want it now and you can find yeah. a way of doing it um i had i was looking at my uh productivity scores today uh, and as an organization we've only really rolled out ms teams and we've only done the communication side of things and a little bit of OneDrive at the moment um but we're doing very well on the productivity but i'm now starting to see it die off because we've been so late getting the communication sorted out because of a bunch of internal issues um and so i'm thinking okay i need to kind of move those things up again and it's about making sure that i get the voice of the staff and the um, uh, the the voice the 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 facts that I want the communications to inspire those same staff, and so different people will get inspired by different things. So mm -hmm. suit tie briefcase, yeah, coffee shop laptop, yeah. So you need to know this audience, and you need to know the messages that you want to put into those different people. And now that's where you come back to personas again. 
So the first thing that I did when I went through my change exercises a few weeks ago and we started defining the change strategy was I identified the personas. That's the easy part, okay? So then you have to start getting into the facets of those personas. Mm -hmm. So what value are you going to deliver to each one of those personas? So some of them will get it from just better communication. Some will require better collaboration. Some will require different end devices. And so you end up having to build that matrix, all right? And then you'll end up with a different voice depending upon short, eerie legs or long, thin ones or whatever the, the person. It's difficult to get it out of your head after all this, isn't it? Yes. But the important message about all of this is about inspiring the individual to want to change. That's True. what you're trying yes. to do. And so I think that the roundabout comes to mind where you're steering people down a particular kind of way, Mm -hmm. getting the right navigation that attracts them in, that makes them to click on the right news stories that you want to do, that that is, is, is really what you're trying to achieve here. Yeah. And it's not easy. No, it's not. No. And I think you... So when you're rolling something out and you are communicating around it and you are going to do some adoption around it, one of the things that you need to get is who are we as a company and who do we want to be as a company? We're back there again, and I I think we're going to disagree on this one. Okay. Because I don't think it's anything to do with who we want to be as a company. It's It's about making sure that the value we perceive is being... successfully delivered yeah and that that takes us back to people every time so if you're willing to lose people because you actually say you're going to work this way or no way at all then fine then Mm -hmm. use your internet to push out who we are and what we are and where we're going to be because you'd always leave somebody behind if you say we're going to go this way and they don't want to go that way so yeah just the same as i work with people that plan out their entire day so when I said, hey, we Re- need to do this, sorry? Really? Yeah. So when I say, hey, we need to do this piece of work, they go, oh, yeah, let's think. Can I fit that in today if I do move this and I do that? And, and I'm going, okay, you know, I never, ever plan. I'm, I move from next thing no, to the next. No, I've, I've got I kind of an idea webs. what I want to achieve that day, but then during the day so much comes in sideways. That, so you have yeah. to remain flexible. Yeah. And I think the same thing is for your internet and the, mm-hmm. the voice and tone of voice Sometimes you've got to be harsh. So yes. uh, in, in my case, I love using cartoons and drawings as opposed to photographs. And I have them customized and made. And I'm about to start a whole uh, adoption and, and desire and awareness, uh, an old awareness and desire program uh, around cartoons and, and comics and, and uh, QR codes. Because th- a thousand of my people have only got mobile phones and, and tablets and they're cold face workers. And these devices tell them what to do yeah and so um i want to be able to sort of utilize and and use that and they'll they'll click the qr code and then it will run the video of the comic nice so the comics are posted on the wall flash the qr code and then you'll get more information and stuff so so that so that but that's because i believe that i want to get to the person it's nothing to do with the brand of the organization in fact the org i had to fight a little bit because the internal comms have used comic and drawings in the past and they're now moving away from them and being very high-flying structured graphical images and stuff and i'm going nah that is not going to get people thinking or wanting it doesn't talk to, to your imagination no, exactly yeah so okay. so that's cool well that was good 
And there's, there's still stuff on here we haven't talked about, which is neat. I know so much because we kind of got hung up on that whole internet story while there's so much more. Well, the thing about that internet story to me is that that, is be, that becomes my core communications model. Yes. It's not just one place to put a site in because mm-hmm. I have an internet to do. I'm building the internet my way mm-hmm. to do the change and adoption. And then I'll eventually migrate it across to become the replacement internet for the organization. Yep. So by using that as a tool, which is why connections is going to come in. So All right. That's cool. Cool, cool. <sighs> Thirsty. Thirsty. I thought it was Tuesday. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, okay. Yes. It's, <clears throat> it's a pun a day. Yes. And I've used my week's worth up, I think. I think so. Yes. We have a choice of four. Yes. Whiskies to choose from because uh, last, week, us. last week was Fires Isla. Is that how you pronounce Fies it? Fires Isla. Fires Isla. Okay. Which is your favorite part of the world in Scotland. Are you going next week? Uh, yes. 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 I'm, I'm actually flying on Thursday. Yeah, delivering a session on Friday and on Saturday, and then on Saturday my girlfriend's uh, flying over as well, and then we'll drive around uh, Speyside for a few days. Speyside, yes. Ooh. So I've got my whole trip figured out from Glasgow going up uh, uh, through Loch Ness to Inverness, and then via Elgin and Forest, or Forest to Elgin, and then whiskey at ease. journey number one exactly and then we're just gonna follow the spay river i think down below um and there's so many it's the most populated area for distilleries in scotland that is there's lots of them so is the con open uh i haven't checked yet that's worth looking at because that's looking like it's going to be spectacular good idea and of course you will probably have to go to the um Come on. So many. Yeah. The one that we, the other t- smoked one is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Baromac. Baromac. Yes. 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 Baromac. That's yes. it. Yes. So many. That's good still ones. the manual yes. ones. Nice. Mm. Very envious. Anyway, it was uh, Feis Isla. And so we have the Kilhoman Feis Isla to taste. We've only literally got a tasting. Uh, bit to taste yes because uh, they issued their their tasting pack their virtual tasting was last thursday at one thirty in the afternoon which was a kind of waste of time really i couldn't stop work and then drink whiskey for hey what are you opening that one for let's share uh, this one yeah but it's it's sure? such a small bottle i don't oh, think okay. we can have a proper yeah but taste. is there not a lady in your life that will be annoyed that she's not got to taste yeah it? but i'll i'll leave some in for her okay yeah don't worry don't worry i'm pouring my own out then Oh, man. Oh. oh. Just take the lid off and smell. And I'll put a smile on your face. That is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Fice Isla 2022. They do an addition for the... Uh, I'm going to just pour it all in. They do a special edition for uh, the festival, the whole week of tasting or 10 days of tasting on the Isle uh, in Scotland. And, of course, it's all the smoky places. Mm-hmm. Now, um, what everything I've read about this Fice Isla 2022 has been wonderful. It's a basically bourbon and sherry cask mix. Okay. Um, and effectively, the um, the guy's name who's disappeared because names always Anthony do. Wills. That's it. Well done. Yes, thank you. Um, he did an eye on a couple of these barrels 
for a while, sm to, uh, sherry casks. And uh, so basically what we're drinking is 16-year-old um, bourbon-filled casks that was done uh, to, in 2006. Uh, and this particular whiskey was from the first 50 casks ever filled at Kilorman. <laughs> All right. And then... Uh, so we're tasting mixed. history. We are tasting history. Mm. This is their first ever 16-year-old. Yeah, because they're just 16 years old. So... Uh, yes, that is very, very true. Mm -hmm. So we have two uh, Oloroso sherry butts and six bourbon barrels. Um, right. And they've basically been blended together to create 2,832 bottles. Is it cast strength? It, they are cask strength. That was yeah. my question, yeah, my next question. It's a very fine, my Jace. It's, yeah. it's a weird smell, I have to say. Smelling it it's from got the your little hospital smell in here, isn't it? Yeah, but there's also something else that I can't put my finger on. Something that I don't quite enjoy in the smell. Isn't that that chlorine hospital thing you don't like? No, because that is something that I really like. Really, I am. Yeah, every time I step before. into the hospital, it just reminds me of whiskey. But well, here's here's what the uh, one or two nosing places says. So what we're actually going to see here is chlorine, <laughs> lemon and lime, pineapple. This is what you can smell. Are you ready? Ah. Swedish berries. So what? Swedish berries. Apparently, Swedish berries. On the nose. Not normal berries, but Swedish ones. I, I honestly think I don't get these people. So how anybody can say in the nose, they can do. I'm going to give you the whole list. Are you ready? This is what oh, you're God. supposed to be yes. able to smell. Chlorine, lemon and lime, pineapple, Swedish berries, orange, ocean water, clay and chalk or limestone. A lower level of peat smoke than I'd expect. Nose absolutely confirms in-house malt. Beautiful, sweet and fruity. Cherry Coke bottles, candy and brisket bark. That's just on the nose. Okay. I think it might be that soury lime and lemon thing that I'm smelling. Because there is, there is something in the nose that kind of doesn't agree with me. I think it's the chalk. It's very dry on the nose. It it yeah, it is. Dry. That's true. It is very dry, but there's also like a sour note. Actually, to be honest, so the, the cats are running around, and my first idea was when I smelled <laughs> it in the glass was I, I one guess. of the cats being in my glass. Well, I think you should just leave it there then, and I'll finish it off Yeah, for you. no chance in hell. It's interesting. Every time I stick my nose in this glass, I get a different kind of fruit. This is lovely. I'm going okay. to taste it. What does it say? Oh. Hmm. Okay. That's lots of expressions in one face. So, I hit the, I get the Coke. Okay. As in Coca-Cola. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, and uh, a nice sharp finish. Um, and, and it's one of those... Whiskers that explodes in your mouth with different kinds of flavors. You see, that's why I looked the way you just did. Yes, the Coca Cola is definitely <laughs> Isn't that interesting. There. How the heck do you get Coca Cola what? from a sherry cask in a bourbon cask? What? That's very, very what? strange. But it's <laughs> fabulous, isn't it? It certainly is different. It the, is like the finish no is just going on and on. Oh, got some licorice. 
Yes, this is this is lovely. This is what you should have got. Oh, on the palette it says licorice notes, but I got it on the finish. But smoked salt, red and black licorice, if bound up and chewed together. <laughs> okay. Green gauge and gooseberries. Tiger, tiger ice cream. I don't ever. Um, do you know something? I'm never going to listen to this guy's tasting again. <laughs> Whoever this is, because I think it's just way too much details. I'm gonna. Put There's a couple a of things here I really do like, water in there. Um, and that is that it's very, very clean. It is a, yes. it is a beautifully, um, yeah, clear. You want some as well? Um, yeah, I'm kind of tempted not to wreck it, but yeah, I'll take a little bit of water. I don't think there's anything in there. No, there, there it goes. Go. Well done. Uh, actually, I think it's been a while since I've had an Eiley whiskey. I've got lots on the shelf, but for some reason, yep. I've not. Uh, yeah, same for me. I kind of am turning away from all just those heavily peated. Yeah, just for a change. Oh, I like it. It brings the orange out and the pineapple, actually, once you drop okay. it in the water. Okay. It's still very chalky. Yeah. Well, he talks about chalk and limestone here. So it's clay, chalk and limestone. Very strange. I just don't think they do, they wash the barrels out before they fill. <laughs> Might be. Maybe the cat pissed in the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Mm. Okay. No, I think it's better without the water. Yeah, I, I don't like the nose. Well, I think that's probably one of the more complex whiskies I've tasted in the last six months. Yes. It is fabulous. It it definitely is. Kilholman, um, tick box and tick box. I'm fairly certain that if I get to see one of these ever, I'm going to buy it. But it's, you're only going to get it on an auction site. Somebody's reselling it at a very expensive price. My this whiskey is only available for that one day a year. Yeah. That was lovely. That was a real treat. I uh, I managed to get these boxes of tasting notes but they'd gone 48 hours later they'd all sold out yeah i know i, I got a few last, uh, last year, yeah. year and i was really waiting for the website to open up order them and then uh, you yeah. were busy on germany on holiday that's why you missed it luckily i was mm, I, yes. I picked it up well there you go wow uh, i think that's one of the best whiskies we've tasted on the on a podcast for a long time that was delicious and lovely um, so that was the um, Feist Isla 2022. Mm. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, that was that was pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. So there you go. If you ever get a chance to uh, get a tasting of that, then then you should do go that. Go for it. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Right. Um, adoption styles. Choose your audience. Choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. Yes. Do you want to go serious? Do you want to be funny? Inspire, yeah. regardless. Yes. I think it's uh, it's important to 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 make sure you get the right tone of voice to be successful mm-hmm. um, uh, as part of your awareness and uh, desire process uh, within change. So, and every company is different, but that's part of the game. We know that anyway. Yes. yes. <coughs> cool. All right, that's it. Done. One hour and three minutes. Good. No, Let's right, close right. it off, and then we'll talk to you later in two weeks. Yep, we should do that. If you haven't caught our wee drums, 
then uh, you should do that. There's a couple on there. So Moraine talking about low his cost. low cost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I called it low cost. It was only when I published the podcast I went back and changed it. So now you get low code emphasized. Mm-hmm. But yes, his low code yes. strategy. It's a really, really good podcast. And tell them about my Moraine. You've not listened to it yet, have I you? I haven't. He has no chance. I That's haven't. fine. I only published it a few days ago. Uh, but I'm running a series uh, about... Well, actually, this one's about the first day at work and, and how you can actually um, you know, make a difference and break down the barriers and understand what they are. So I hope you enjoy that. It's uh, a little bit of uh, 20 years' experience as a consultant uh, for me. All so crammed into 20 minutes. All crammed into 27 minutes. Oh, you think okay. you're going to do something short and then all of a sudden you look at the clock and it's gone. I know. I yeah, know. So that's cool. So we have some wee drams and... Uh, so this episode 93 will get published, uh, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter because you're not here, but in a week's time, uh, but check them all out. And uh, Steve Dolby is saying goodbye. And goodbye from, from me as well. Bye-bye. We are not millennials. We are matured. Steve may be more than Maren. Maturing the business like whiskey in a barrel.